Roses are red. Violets are blue. I'd fuck Tom Hiddleston, then love him too. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga bless. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a new show called Ozark on Netflix. I have been wanting to check out this show for quite some time. It is on my I really shouldn't root for the bad guy, but I have a feeling they're going to make me root for the bad guy shows. It finally got voted in the polls, so here we are. The first episode is called Sugarwood, and I will say the meaning of that was quite... (laughs) That's all I'll say about that. The story was written by Bill Dubuk and Mark Williams, and then the teleplay was written by Bill Dubuk, directed by Jason Bateman, who plays the titler character, Marty Bird, I believe is his last name. I gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10. I really enjoyed this premiere. I like that they hit the ground running. There's a lot of character building just in these few moments. I feel like I already know some of the shenanigans, or at least I can predict who's going to be the problem people in this situation. Wendy, I'm looking at you, played by the wonderful Lauren, uh, Laura Lenny. I remember her from my favorite movie. Y'all know what it is. It's Congo. (laughs) One of my favorite movies. For the great line of dialogue, which is Mr. Homoka. Stop eating my sesame cake. Mr. Homoka. Stop eating my sesame cake. Let's get into this recap. Money is the measure of a man's choices. I said, tell that to my broke ass, because I made a lot of great choices. Maybe not the most when I was 18 or 19. Move it up a few years. But after that, I feel as if I made decent money for a corrupt ass system. So I'm always broke. What y'all talking about? always the measure of a man's choices not always what about people that can't get no job because they're nowhere to be found in their neighborhood that's not their choice or i guess it's man's choice as in the man all right i'm being silly now (laughs) marty is giving his opening spiel as a pitch to a couple interviewing him to be their financial advisor i pay a company to diversify my portfolio it's an interracial couple so i thought that was very present he was moving a shit ton of money during the night during most of the speech as well giving this pitch double meaning men always love to showboat in front of other men because he's like oh do you know anything about stocks like or she says we don't know much about it and he's like I know about it. I just don't have time to do research. So you don't know about it. He receives an email that clearly says, do not open at work, but plays the video anyway. And it is of a faceless blonde having sex with someone in a hotel room. And he's able to casually hold conversation while reviewing the footage. And they're talking about pools and he's like yeah pools are a bad investment so despite what bruce was thinking later on and he did not enlighten him on the situation 
I was correct in my assessment that this must have been his wife because a if it's for if you if you're the one that's having sex in that video why not show your face right secondly if you know that you have had an affair and you're processing that information you have a different kind of attitude towards it and he didn't have that attitude but i think the most important thing from this interaction is that marty bird is very great at compartmentalizing he does not he's not reactionary in the sense that things will happen around him that are potentially or chaotic he does not outwardly show a great deal of emotion he also seems to be very great with uh numbers consumer reports things like that is he possibly autistic or is he just a savant and he has a particular gift for this type of like for finances but i knew immediately this had to be his wife and not him but i like the fact that they played it as if it was him and not his wife having the affair Bruce interrupts to meet the Huskins, or is it the Hunkins? I can't remember. He's his business partner, partner, the Bruce Liddell and Liddell, Liddell, and Bird. And he hustles them very quickly out of 5K, saying that, oh, we own 73% of Western Surgical, forcing an immediate decision. And they were all comfortably just talking to him and then all of a sudden they're ready to write a check for five thousand dollars don't do this people don't you think you're missing out on something and so you you jump onto it and you don't think it out clearly i know my money i'm not giving it to you until i 125 percent like i need to do some google searches (laughs) and it's not to say that they probably didn't look into this company maybe five thousand wasn't that much to invest and thus they thought it was an acceptable risk whatever the case may be this would have been a red flag for me marty and bruce then head to look at an office space overlooking the waterfront in chicago with bruce boothing being the real estate agent named liz marty's not so sold on this big ass building and he says what kind of windows are these the kind you see through he tells liz to give them a moment since marty is being a little bitch i was not really sure on this friendship uh they do seem to be oil and water however i think going back to that previous interaction you see that marty is kind of he's not as cutthroat as he's incredibly smart he's the the um the brains behind the operation where you have bruce who's more of the the management behind the operation as far as the face of it so i i like that dichotomy between the two characters so it does also lead more to that interaction of he's more lead you in very slowly talk you into it and he's more of a hammer he's gonna get the money he's gonna force the decisions he tells marty look i saw the video and you're cheating on wendy because that's what he believes it's been 22 years he's been with his wife and that she's not going to be pleased of course he has not picked up on the fact that it is his friend who's been very devastated as he's been a faithful husband for 22 years 
while his wife apparently has not holy christ the threads are stripped is what bruce says about his wife's vagina why only men think they're bored after 22 years of marriage your dick moves are played out as equally as my pussy but women never discuss it in films about how men are awful when you've been married to them for 22 years marriage is the prize it's the goal and then after that happens a lot of men stop putting fucking uh effort into it i don't have to earn you anymore i got you that would be an incentive to cheat if you're not giving me the attention but women are more prone to or maybe society has put it in our brains and it's more of a a worm that we can't to, to be faithful even if our husbands are well i guess that goes back to victorian times or even before victorian times where the man could do anything he wants with his seed or his penis but the woman is supposed to to maintain her purity she is supposed to be faithful and i will say if i was married for 22 years i'm gonna need to take breaks just so i can go cheat on you and it not be cheating <laughs> like i love you i do i don't want us to end ever clearly 22 years is a long time to be putting into a marriage so it should not be tossed to the side however let's not pretend we are not human beings this is why i have a huge problem with monogamy in the first place not a huge problem because no one wants to be played for the fool i feel everything that marty is feeling in that moment like i had chances to fucking cheat i didn't do it because i thought this meant more or i was leaving up to this uh ideal in my brain and uh that's unfortunate because you have people like that as well but it it is about communication because i feel as if wendy would have taken like three weeks like you know what i need a month (laughs) just a month and then you go do whatever you need to do in that month two months three months and then if this is still what we want and i still want it too and you can deal with the fact that i was doing whatever in my two months away then we can still make it work it's about communication ultimately in the end your feelings are valid (laughs) the the need to stray monogamy we're not those type of creatures the fact that we change over time i mean i think a lot of people need to put more thought process into the idea of marriage what it means and the difference between it monogamy and a relationship but that's a whole other tangent i felt i went halfway through (laughs) based on that one little comment but it was insulting and he deserved everything he got at the end of this episode (laughs) because i did not like bruce liddell he very much was a trump man he even mentions it like what's up dude i'm flashy my 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 stuff is right next to trump tower in chicago um i got my my ferrari i got this nasty ass chick that'll do anything like eat my ass because that's exactly what these type of men do that's why they piss on i mean it's just about degree it's about power more so than it is about the female um these type of men have have some serious psychological they've they've moved or actually i like the way the one guy says it later in the episode about them being pathological liars but i feel like we're jumping too ahead but i will say bruce is flashy and he thinks that is what success means whereas marty thinks success means no my children won't have to worry about life i got them they're not gonna have to worry about money 
even when I don't give them as much money or let them know how much money we have because I want them to be humbled and value it. And this is where I'm totally 100% with Marty because that's how I've always felt about it's why the Olsen twins are not crazy people because their parents were like I don't give a fuck how much money we made we're still going to be humble to a certain extent otherwise you're going to or your generations after are going to have a different value of it and that's what happens to every millionaire and their generations afterwards marty is content on being this low profile life as well because it's also less likely to be targeted by the fbi with his camry and his ordinary looking life bruce gives him a brochure for the lake of ozarks and saying this is a place where it has more coastline than california that gets marty's attention not as a vacation spot but he does pitch it that maybe in the future we can move down there get out of the city and we can make our operation a lot bigger he gives him the brochure to keep and says maybe this will improve your marriage or so on and so forth bruce says that they'll take the space when liz comes back in but marty's like no we're still considering i don't give a fuck that he's your man family dinner wendy is trying to get her son to go to the school dance despite his desire not to go and the siblings his sister exchange a horde word battle before dad tells the child to hand over the remote because she just changed the channel he was watching that eat your dinner and stop picking on your brother they decide to reset and because he know his wife was cheating today he says how was your day dear she has had a very trump wife type of day and says that she went and got some groceries did some yoga whatever the case may be and then he was like didn't you get groceries on monday liar liar whore liar whore and you know it she is an absolute horrible liar and like mother like daughter charlotte asked for 10 bucks for a fundraiser for a girl with psoriasis because it's a disease like cancer he's like y'all really taking me for a fucking fool and then he tells her no i will not give you the ten dollars because your whole excuse is not working for me talking about you want to donate it to a girl with psoriasis she can go to the store and get her some damn aquaphor that costs seven dollars i'm not calling you it she says but you're acting dickish i'm about to whip somebody's ass oh i'm about to whip somebody's ass look my white allies i love you but this is the reason why your kids be acting like this because y'all don't slap them in the fucking face when they start talking like this like no you are not about to speak to me in this manner and you're not going to be punished and i thought it was a funny line i did if it didn't have come with all the disrespect before it if it was just that line i might have said uh-huh i know what you're doing but i'm gonna let this slide but you being all types of disrespectful changing the remote not giving it to me when i asked you to the first time the second or the third time and then you are not even listening to me calling your brother names that you know because you're older you ain't supposed to be using she would have been in there washing some dishes is what she would have been doing but apparently after the mom is like wendy like you could get ten dollars for my purse and he was like i'll just let her skin fall off or something like that i did laugh 
but he's like look she's been asking for cash every week now first it was uh 15 then it was 55 dollars she's 15 and needs to understand the value of money but also stop lying when you need it i rather like the omnius clear betrayal here and he is watching his wife have sex with another man while she's on the couch just casually looking on her ipad he's on his computer the tv's on this is also a great uh (laughs) commentary even if it's not uh meant to be a commentary on just what we do nowadays i was telling my daughter that that i'm like why is the tv on and you're on your phone and then my laptop is why is all this electronics on turn some of this shit off she has lights on and i mean we go back and forth all the time because i'm like you are not paying any of these bills but i do have a tendency to also have two things going on at the same time so like i can't judge but i like the realist visualization even if it makes you go man i should do better (laughs) but we're trash with technology right now that's just what we are as human beings some of us try to at least niche out a few minutes of the day to do something else right listen to a podcast it's what we all do hey that's why i'm doing this so hey we're, we're, we're trying try and give us a little bit but once you once something's dropped it's like tv in the 1960s a lot of people don't think about it because we've evolved since then but once tv came into the home people were in fucking front of the television that's just what they did they kicked their kids out during the day because they were smart and was like um i'm not about to deal with your ass up my ass (laughs) you need to go out and find something to do use your imagination because i i'm not about to like the the way in which our culture has changed for better worse and uh puzzling will always be a, a sense of fascination for me moving on to this weird situation of him deciding and mulling over what to do next he's not confronting her about it he's even talking about when she says you're very quiet oh i got something on my mind i'm thinking about he's good at pretending and clearly loves his children when we see him uh check on them before bed i like the who loves his little girl and she's like you do daddy even though (laughs) it's a little creepy (laughs) i don't know why it shouldn't be creepy it's supposed to be sweet but i don't know (laughs) maybe my mind's just uh, a little jaded and cynical what i do notice though that wendy who still is working hard on a meal (laughs) to cook um who lives at home has a rather easy life he is um doing what he's doing seemingly for their happiness really great informative scenes then he goes to pick up a prostitute but can only fantasize about it as despite his criminal activities he's literally blue collar and a family man he's wearing a blue shirt for fuck's sake (laughs) he really was like you always put christmas presents under the tree you never cheated you always did the right thing (laughs) like she was telling him all about himself like you're boring 
and you're you're the type of girl or guy that every girl wants but ultimately will cheat on which is fucked up and tells you all about uh everything i was talking about before he gets a call from bruce to meet him at hansen's trucking company as he's with senior and junior and there's a problem the name dell gets him on his way marty is bamboozled when he gets there after shaking hands with dell about a missing five million dollars now my ass was very terrified <laughs> let me tell you something when i saw him walk up and i saw them dudes out there and then it was him in there all by himself and everybody's looking all scared you know he's all like what's going on what's the problem and i get it if you're in this type of world clearly you have to have some type of personality but i'm not so i'm going this is not good this is not good he's too aggressively like holding on to you my dude turns out this hansen trucking company handles the hundred million dollars that are handed off to marty and bruce who is there with fucking liz the hansen swear they did not steal the money marty is very good at making money disappear we hear and the hansen swear that all their logs are correct he can check them they log the weights of the money of the bags that come in then we got guilty ass <laughs> i mean he looks so damn guilty bruce and liz sitting there and then she gonna talk about i have to pee and he's like of course i was like oh my god she is trying to find a way out of that damn bathroom or to hide what is coming next because she knows what's up the thing of it is if you did not do anything wrong you do not need to protest at all that's what marty was doing like i don't know what the fuck's going on here i didn't steal no damn oh okay five million dollars okay then something needs to be worked out here we can have a conversation but he still doesn't react right away he's seeing what what dell's talking about and then he concludes dell you're fucking fishing because you come up in here you talking all a lot of shit and you know if i'm being honest this pablo escobar routine is not you and then i realized that dell is deathstroke with his fine ass he was looking fine here do not get it twisted okay i just kept looking at him going what do i know him in why he looks so fine like oh and then he just kept talking and i was like oh i can have your babies and then i realized oh my god that's deathstroke dell tells them a story about carlotta carlotta worked at the dad's store he knew her since she was uh, since he was nine years old one day she steals five pesos from the drawer and it was to help her baby boy breathe because he had asthma and was too proud to ask the dad for money not too proud to steal mr hansen thinks carlita carlotta should be given probation as it's only five pesos five million dollars so this is not a great reaction to this story because if i heard the same thing i would i would totally and i want to say that he's wrong but he's right fire the bitch you don't know how many times this has happened before once you've broken a trust especially when it comes to money that trust can never be uh replenished no but if your first reaction is to let her go give her probation then you don't understand one fundamental thing about being a business owner and that's what he was trying to suss out was what is their reactions to this 
uh junior or well, junior didn't have a chance to respond i think it was only bruce that was next and he agreed yeah it should be probation it's only five pesos just you know the relationship the loyalty that that's more the work what she's built up is more worth than what she actually stole and it's actually when he gets to marty and he never answers that he gives him the whole spiel like i think this is bullshit and he's like you know what i am acting like i'm intimidating you and not like i'm actually fucking pablo escobar and starts taking his gun that he put down and everyone must have forgot and puts holes through the bathroom door calls in his boys and then kills liz hiding in there junior comes clean immediately wanting to protect his father and admits it was bruce's idea as marty watches in horror when they take him to the warehouse uh he's just walked out and he kind of shakes his head because he knows there's nothing there's nothing to be said they did it and it doesn't matter if you like the uh, the junior and the senior they were pleading right and uh to save the other person's life but i will say the white people were like yeah we we did what we or at least bruce was like i did what i did and i know exactly what i have to pay for that and then marty's like i'm in bed with this so there's nothing i can do in this moment and this is not the man that's looking for well were you really to blame were you really to blame it's like no once the fucking once it's poisoned the whole operation then everyone closest to the operations got to go uh i I really felt bad for the dad because he's like please he's my only son just give him a second chance then marty is watching as liz's body is put into a container that likely has acid in it and she's being dissolved as junior pleads they'll work for free dell tells them he likes chicago because it's full of mexicans it feels like home but he also hates it too because it's full of mexicans and they should just announce that they're the drug hub of the usa it brings the fbi and all of the other law enforcement looking into the city senior doesn't want his son to die and pleads to make it right he only agrees a parent shouldn't witness his child die and because he clearly must have had some respect for him he himself does not kill him but has his uh one of his goons does it as he kills junior she shouldn't witness your child die he kills him right or has him killed right before he kills the other shooting him in the face he goes to brucey and he goes how much did you steal how did you do it he admits he stole eight million over three years by changing the gauges and you know it's more like fuck <laughs> and it's not even five million it's eight million dollars he stole in the last three years and he that that's also why dell had to kill all of them in that moment what what made sense like it didn't matter who was innocent who did it who didn't do it five million eight million might really have been uh, you know a little bit of money in comparison to let's say a hundred million dollars so in a lot of ways one can argue this is minuscule on a scale but it it doesn't matter it's the point you can't have any leaking sieves because if one sieve leaks and you give them a pass then another one does then another one does and you have to put it out there that it will not be allowed otherwise the consequences are fatal point blank period and he tries to apologize to marty before he gets killed saying if i would have known this was gonna hurt you i never would have done it and he doesn't get the sorry out before he gets a bullet 
then we have marty you know because that was his friend whatever their relationship was clearly it was friendly and he takes out his phone pleading to leave a message for his kids and him telling him it's okay they know and then he says i won't kill wendy in front of them damn 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 marty says wifey doesn't know but clearly wifey knows we find out later she may not know all the details but she knows enough doesn't matter to him he's still gonna kill her but he's gonna make sure the kids aren't there (laughs) he thinks that they're in like private school or they're somewhere that's far from home or they're on break or or a camp he doesn't like the idea that he would have his children next to him is a little he doesn't get that i thought that was kind of uh noteworthy and he starts pitching because when he takes his phone out that brochure comes out of the ozark lakes and he starts pitching it to dell in a desperate attempt to save their lives as if this were his plan the entire time and not bruce's idea of a vacation doesn't seem as if dell is taking it and he sees his favorite memory of happier times when they were talking about the trampoline and and uh his wife has got the water hose on and the kids are jumping and he's just watching them jump but dell surprisingly takes the deal saying i'm going to give you 48 hours to get him the eight million dollars in cash that his partner stole and then 48 hours to set up shop in the ozarks i rather love how they just casually got rid of the other bodies because it was done so quickly and then you see them just driving off in the truck full of barrels that's got three actually yeah three bodies in it no four because of liz (laughs) i'm just like oh god this is probably exactly how it's done why do not get in the fucking drug business (laughs) i don't care like you do have to be a type of person to get all up in this shit because people lives will get lost wifey wendy did know she tells him to go to the police but he's like bitch i launder drug money for the second largest drug cartel in mexico which also explains the brutality of it all he tells her these people have money they have to weigh there's so much of it there's no code of ethics (laughs) and stop talking about liz going to the police she's dead dissolving in a barrel next to bruce and she takes that pretty hard and that's how she should take it because she run in her mouth as if her husband is not laundering for the second largest drug cartel in mexico but he clearly compartmentalizes well and tells her look we don't have we can't panic we can't we can't do it you need to to compartmentalize as well we need to tell the kids that we're moving we need to be on the road in 48 hours and we need to get three bids on the movers because money is going to be tight the next morning this is when i'm starting to get the idea that marty in that cooking comment is probably mr mom plus the father of this house But he's cooking breakfast charlotte doesn't take it well that they're moving saying this is bullshit i don't care if kids curse cursing is not a bothersome thing to me if you go out with your friends and y'all are cursing like sailors um and i happen to just drive by and i heard you cursing and i'd be like oh okay so you're with your friends whatever don't curse at me in my own damn house that's not happening <laughs> it's not i don't care how upset you are you will not curse in front of me it's respect thing i don't care about the actual curse words or that they're wrong no it's you don't curse in front of me little man thinks it might be an adventure or he wants them to think of it as an adventure 
the youngest wants more details and then when everyone leaves because he's like oh or the mom's like i will talk to the daughter he just has his back turned and his kid asks you okay i just don't know what went wrong i love that we don't see his face in that moment and you're left to ponder they did a really good job of this in the series the outsider is that they did not give you the camera angles that you were so used to around dialogue and they put them at different angles uh, to get perspective on the characters because you don't always get to see their face and if you're talking to someone and you're talking to their back you don't see what their face sees and typically the camera would pan around to give you that and i'm glad that they don't marty strong arms the bank and investors to get his money uh, ready for withdrawal he's liquidating all of his assets and telling brenda she was great but this firm is dissolved i swear to god y'all when i saw wendy talking to this man i thought this was her dad i am not kidding you i thought this was in the way he was talking like wait a minute because she's like yeah we gotta leave town why oh because you know uh we like everything's on the table it could be the government it could be running for our lives it could be um running like he he does money laundering for some bad people and they oh he owes money and i don't know what's going on <laughs> and he has to pay back the money that his partner stole and the one guy's like mr consumer reports he's 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 laundering money and he gets over that really quickly because he tells her that she needs to consider her options and get as much as she can before the government freezes his assets to force cooperation apparently this guy is a lawyer i did not know it and this is also her boo thing not her husband so that makes a lot more sense in different contexts but man why is she fucking this old man and then i realized it's because he's a lawyer marty is meeting with his pi but no it is his lawyer to hear wendy meets up twice a week with romeo and has nicknamed him sugarwood for his cock hey bro what oh my god okay but what was it that made you fuck this old man because he was not even cute (laughs) maybe it wasn't it had to be something and i i believe whatever it is it's exactly why she's a trump wife he asks if they can disappear like how hard would it be to get for passports to get them to disappear i'm guessing he's thinking about his family from the mexican cartel and he says oh it wouldn't be hard but it will only be for as long as you have the money and that you should possibly consider a place where they can't or you can't be extradited he then gets a text that this bitch already have emptied their savings and checking accounts (laughs) and his lawyer says do you have a gun what no okay she's with her squeeze how do you know because it's thursday and his name is bruh i wrote in my notes oh my god that man gary was her sugarwood she returns with that cashier's check to say gary i'm back i did what you told me to do and gary is beaten and dell is there with his goons and marty really is monologuing all the way driving (laughs) walking up to where gary's building is when his body hits the pavement 
I do not know what was funnier in this scene. The extras, the black dudes on the side that was like, damn, motherfucker, shit, and then kept it moving. <laughs> or Marty, who stands there for all of two seconds before turning around, getting back in his car <laughs> and driving away. Dale calls him and points out that he lied about Wendy knowing, but he's like, hey, um, it's not, it's not, you know, a man would always protect his wife. Was that before or after you knew she was cheating on you? Um, after. Ouch. <laughs> but he says, now we've got a problem because you can't divorce her. She'll hold it over you. And staying with her after the cheating will destroy him eventually and he offers to kill her and he asks him to answer why his mother told his father to fire Carlotta it wasn't the first time that she stole from him only the first time she got caught meaning this is not the first time that wifey has probably cheated just the first time she got caught and even if it was really the first time that she cheated he'll never believe that so when she said Marty I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it to you. It just happened. I didn't mean to trip and fall and land inside of her vagina. I swear it was an accident. I needed her to shut up and let the man think. <laughs> Clearly, if he wanted to get rid of you, he could have done that. But he wanted to think about it. He wanted her to think, know that he was thinking about it. Like, bitch, I could have got rid of you right now. And when she goes back home, after he gets back home, and she sits on the bed with that dumbass look on her face he's gonna say you're welcome because it's true you should be very welcome <laughs> i just spared your life after not only you fucked me over literally but then you tried to fuck me over physically by taking the money you knew i owed another person or my life was in danger like that's really fucked up what she did and should not be um just because her her face says i'm sorry or she's hugging her daughter she's a problem she is a lot of a problem because she's selfish and in the end when it comes time uh for numero numero one that's who she looking out for and the stakes were fairly not as high as maybe what's gonna happen in ozark lakes when they have a bigger operation so i got my eyes on that bitch because i do think she is poison <laughs> poison from a well that uh probably got his ass in the drug business or hit her concerns her desires her her wish of a lifestyle <sighs> she got herself the right man he meets the bank who have fbi agents in the vault there to attempt to stop him saying are you involved in a kidnapping are you he's like what the fuck stop sending me notes i want to do what i want to do with my money it's my money and he makes it clear he knows his rights takes his cash uh after saying he's gonna create a funk he takes his duffel bags and his suitcase to dell lets his men count the money as he talks to him they tell him he's he's short six thousand and something and some change he's like look i got a minivan i'm gonna sell it for twelve thousand it's a top brand dell's like you know what <laughs> little shit i'm gonna buy the minivan from you and i'm gonna lease it back uh, for 1000 a month but then he wants him to take that seven million dollars he took from his own bank account and to clean it once he gets down to the ozarks he tells him look 
I'm intrigued, but I also think this plan of yours is a little bit of bullshit. But you are special. You have a gift. And I'm going to allow you some chance to prove yourself. However, um, he will kill him and his family if this is not successful. And he admits that he did or he had been fishing. But Bruce had a tail because he was not talking. And he's never known him to not be yapping. And he did kill Liz on a hunch. So it turns out that Marty was reading the situation correctly. He just wasn't reading his friends as I mean he should have been and there is another uh plot twist when we go back to the building they were looking to possibly buy turns out Bruce Liddell was an informant flipping for the FBI and the building was that he was eager for Marty to buy was bugged and he's not upset that or the lead officer agent I didn't catch his name that Liddell flaked and disappeared because they can't find him or his lady friend and he tells his second like these aren't criminal geniuses but pathological liars on the path of least resistance uh that Dell, navarro the cartel uh he asked why do it all if bruce was just entertaining you do it to get to the real prize because he asked very quickly next where is martin bird charlotte we see as comforting her mother who can barely keep it together like just be easy on me things are tough i can't explain it to you because she asked what's going on charlotte you need to eat anything that has fat on it because that's too skinny if that's a real 15 year old i would still say you need to eat <laughs> yeah i don't like it. like i can't with kids girls that small and maybe i'm just that's just me uh marty apologizes alone when he stops on a pretense of taking a leak he doesn't want anyone to see him um kind of falling apart mourning his friend why is he saying he's sorry maybe because he put his family in this situation well mainly his children uh and now their lives are in danger for forever now uh so he has that and then you know maybe maybe there was something going on with his friend um that he apologized for maybe he knew what he was doing and never i don't know i'm putting a whole bunch of supposition in there that's not there so i'll just say he was apologizing for the shit storm that he he's now put his family in danger of and now they have to make this work and i don't know how he's going to but he seems to be pretty smart and he's got seven million dollars in his pocket but then at the end of the episode they all unite by the beautiful scenery of the lake and uh i really can't wait to see where this goes next we got one piece of feedback tonight let's jump into it it's Mimi uh, sending in feedback for Ozark uh, season one episode one um, I'm glad we picked this my boyfriend has been watching this show since it originally came out I think it was like three years ago I think there's three seasons apparently there's 
the fourth season, the fourth and final season that's coming out this year. He told me that, but I'm, I had no idea what it's about. He kind of explained it to me, but I like, I'm not into shows like he is like, he's into like, I think it's called, uh, Narcos and then like Queen of the South. Like he likes like drug related shows like this. I started watching power because he watched it like I mean, I guess I'm like I don't mind shows like that but like that's not my like original type of show like I wouldn't just watch it if I heard about it someone would have to that I trust would have to tell me that it's good for me to watch it um I don't know like where you go from what I just watched but I I can't wait to hear what you think because I'm watching this show and I'm like what the fuck is happening so Jason Bateman's uh, character, I forget his name, he is like, I was assuming he was some type of investment banker, but it turns out that he is a money launderer for the Mexican cartel, um, and his wife knew, um, his best friend and business partner was skimming money off of the top and got himself freaking murdered and murdered pretty brutally too um and his girlfriend she didn't even see it coming because she was probably in the bathroom having a nervous fucking breakdown and got shot 16 times through the bathroom door so that sucks for her um i don't we don't know if she knew what her boyfriend was into we will never know because she did um he did too and I pr- think it's pretty fucked up that his best friend got him into the situation because he was literally about to die. Um, but he's smart enough to head like through a Hail Mary that actually turned out to work. Um, I will say that that scene where he was like on the trampoline, they, his kids were on the trampoline and the wife was spraying them with water and it was like in slow motion. Like that was such a good scene. And I feel like that was clearly your life like flashing before your eyes moment right before you thought he was gonna die um i will say the guy who plays the mexican cartel guy he um he was in how to get away with murder and he does play these characters really well even when it's like uh like he's like a businessman type of murderer because these are the kind of drug dealers that be making money the the corner boys are the ones that are not they're usually ones that get caught anyway um but the mexican cartel big billionaire type mugs those are the ones that be making all of the money now um i guess ozark is a place i had no idea where that name came from honestly never looked it up did didn't care really but it it turns out that he had been looking into this place because he thought maybe they would um take their business there because it's like a untapped source of income um and he brought it up as a hell mary and it worked out so the the mexican cartel guy said you have i think he said 24 hours to come up with eight million dollars and i'm thinking does this man have that much money that's a lot um but he didn't seem concerned about it. I mean, he was a little short, but if somebody came up with $7 million, like it was like $7.9 million. That's pretty close to $8 million. 
I I guess he had a lot of money. <laughs> I don't know where he got those assets from, but he came up with it. Um, I think it was funny the way he just went to the sec the black lady secretary and was like, "Yeah, this firm is no longer. It's been dissolved. It's no longer a business." But you were great. <laughs> she was just sitting there looking stupid, like she didn't get no severance package. She didn't get no notice. She literally just lost the job. Like sucks for you. I don't even think he he didn't give her a moment to even like say anything because he straight up left. So she just sitting there looking stupid, probably clearing out her desk trying to figure out what the hell happened she gonna learn soon though yeah he ran away um now um the other thing i want to talk about is the video he was watching the <laughs> it looked like I, I knew it wasn't porn I, I guess i shouldn't say i knew it wasn't porn i was like why is he watching a video that clearly said do not open while you're at work like they they forewarned you not to do this but yet you did it why sir i don't understand but then i'm like it's not even good porn so like why is he watching this and then we figure it out that's his wife he hired a private detective to investigate because he must have had some inkling that she was being ratchet and then we find out that she's a stay-at-home mom so honestly i guess i'm not surprised i feel like when you're a stay-at-home mom and your kids are fucking in high school you either drink yourself to death or you cheat like what other options does she have like she really don't have anything i think the whole stay at home mom thing sounds like a fucking disaster like i would shoot myself it sounds terrible like you mean to tell me my job is literally just i mean i guess i do this shit anyway but at least i have a career but i have to wake up get the kids ready cook them breakfast get them to school go home clean cook dinner get go grocery shopping run some errands come home and cook dinner and have it ready before everybody gets home and then you know i guess every now and then you gotta take the kids somewhere like swim practice you know wrestling whatever the hell these kids is doing that shit sounds fucking terrible talking about hell that's what that sounds like hell no i just i i guess being a stay-at-home mom when you have younger kids especially if you have like two or three because daycare is expensive as fuck I guess I personally wouldn't want to do it. I would, like I said, kill myself. But once they get a certain age, like, how are you still okay with being a stay-at-home mom? You're staying at home by yourself. Your kids are at school eight hours a day, five days a week. You don't, you don't think that's fucking awful? Like, I, what else was she to do but to have an affair? Like, there's literally nothing else she can do. I, I'm not surprised. I guess he figured after 22 years, it was probably she was probably due to, to have an affair. <laughs> I just, ugh, I, I guess I'm just disgusted with the guy she picked. He looked gross, and then it sounded like like he was her lawyer. Like she was filing for divorce, and then cheat or was she? Did she cheat on him first, and then decide to file for divorce? I don't know but the whole situation was terrible and then from what the in, the detective was telling the uh Jason Bateman that it sounded like um she was he the the guy she was having an affair with was really some shady person and the fact that the the Mexican cartel was there and threw him out the window it it makes me think maybe he 
was maybe trying to do something shady with her i'm not sure i'm not 100 percent sure but like his his actual job sounded a little shady so i but i really like i knew he didn't tell like i knew she wasn't dead because i remember walking in on my boyfriend watching like season two or something like that and the mom was still there so i knew she didn't die but i'm sure he thought about it like kill her that's fine she really ratchet for what she did to him um i and at the end when she was putting the 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 stuff in the trunk and the daughter like gave her a hug like bitch you should feel shitty like i hope you saw him when they threw him over the balcony when he was plummeting to his death because that's what your ass get not only were you like it'd be different if she didn't know what was happening but he told her like you know my partner stole money i almost died now we gotta move so she knew what the fuck was gonna happen she knew that they he was doing this to save the family and she was just gonna steal his money and leave and then divorce him and then probably use the 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 information she had on him as blackmail what an evil bitch like i i understand being sick of someone (laughs) and wanting to like you don't want to be in a relationship you think that this other guy is better he's different he makes you feel special he hid it from behind i'm sure jason bateman and her have sex missionary all the time it's probably on a schedule okay i get it but why would you do that to somebody you've been married to for 22 years and you guys have two kids together that's really fucked up and she lucky he ain't petty because i honestly feel like some people would have let her fucking die that's what your ass get anyway um I guess I'm really intrigued. I can't say if I'm going to like the show because I'm not into shows like this. But I do like Jason Bateman. And it seems like this is a really good storyline. I don't know what's going to happen when they get to Ozark. But it does sound cool. So I'm here for it. So I guess that's really all I have. I didn't write notes. I don't remember everything that happened. But I talked about the important things. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. Alright, we now know what Queen Mimi feels about the premiere. I'm with you. I don't typically like Narcos, never looked at it. Queen of the South, never looked at it. Probably never will. Uh, Narcos, definitely. I know because I've watched the real life story of Pablo Escobar. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm so good. I don't need to see that cinema version. Um, so I, I'm right with you. It's why I never watched Breaking Bad. Those shows never captured my attention because hey i mean i know people think crime is sexy but i don't i don't think it's sexy (laughs) not even a little bit um it's a very dangerous um and and they try to make these stories to try to give context to them but quite frankly you know that's always bullshit to me (laughs) uh i I think that it's a lot to be like oh i'm just a guy you know you take your talent and you could use it for one way or you could use it for a different way and he he chose the most expedited way in which to um become successful and i mean it's been glorified that's the word i'm looking for in the past few years with some of these shows and that's where I'm kind of like, if someone told me, like, watch Breaking Bad because in the end, it's not going to be the glorified tale that that it leans into or that people, because sometimes 
a show will keep we telling you one thing but then everyone who watches the show takes a different idea to that especially men i i, I just i really like this jimmy macram he's on youtube but i have a huge problem with i mean he's really funny but he's also misogynistic and he doesn't even i don't think it even occurs to him that he's so misogynistic but when you watch his reactions to things you know if a character acts this way he's going to like yeah i need the person that's a son of a bitch and that's like but would you really want to deal with that person in real life would you really want you know that what is that appeal i guess and maybe that's not something i'm ever going to get some people like living vicariously out in the other it's almost like the rick grimes effects right it's when he's talking morals everyone's like fuck rick grimes you know he's fucking weak he's this that and the other thing and then the minute he starts channeling shane that everyone thought was a villain or the governor everyone's like yeah the rick tatorship woohoo why are we doing that why because we saw him for five seconds love his son so because he loves his son we will then justify all of his actions afterwards because that's what i would do no you wouldn't no you wouldn't not unless you are <laughs> that type of person to be quite frank uh rick grimes should have had pt well he did have ptsd they went halfway there but not the other halfway there they pulled him out they gave him people around him that saved him a little bit more to it than that that made him still be the hero at the end of this the the series but there were not times i was going rick grimes you're right no rick grimes you're an asshole <laughs> rick grimes stop doing what you're doing i would not want to follow you if you're acting this way um and his motivations definitely were on the slippery slope so i i do think about that that glorification of criminals and he wasn't even a criminal i mean this is someone at the end of the world where you have a little bit more uh <laughs> leniency towards because the entire world has changed the world has not changed here these are the people that are taking advantage of that world um you bring up the street boys and stuff like that yeah those are the roles that the people that are glorifying these people that the narcos and all of them yeah your black ass while you sit up here think it's all great you would be reduced down to a street boy a street corner boy you were never able to achieve that level of because you're also not that smart and maybe that's what they're looking at they admire the the ingenious behind it i don't know it is a macho type of thing and it's uh it's not my necessary flavor if it's not done with enough nuance and enough um i guess less glorification and i love about this first episode it's not pretty you know everyone's in a fucked up situation and like you said people are making fucked up decisions and they're doing it because they're fucked up individuals and that is what it boils down to you need to be able to sell part of your soul to be able to do the things that you're doing with the risk in which you are taking it and it's not even a risk to you it's a risk to your children it's a risk to anyone that might have association with you that's a lot uh you said he was an investment banker he's actually a financial advisor kind of one of those titles that come with a whole bunch of degrees in an office and you don't quite know what they do <laughs> uh and i'm so with you on the stay at mom look i had to stay at home 
for Maya the first year because a she was a preemie baby um and two it was we agreed or more like I was kind of led into the idea that oh you know just stay at home with her and that's all you have to worry about and oh long story short I hated it I hated it all I did was eat pots of brownies or a whole cheesecake and then you cook and then when you get I mean it's so demeaning in a way too I, I and I'm not please do not I'm not shitting on women at home I'm saying me personally I can't do it uh I do think there are women out there that are home that that, that make that a uh, whole culture and there is a culture around that's why I call it the Trump women that is their culture like we're gonna go to yoga we're gonna go gossip we're gonna go it, it's a certain mindset definitely um most people like yeah we want to stay at home but after a while you're like (laughs) because that it is an attempting thought when your child is young but like you said once they get older you're like uh fuck this my daughter turned two and i was like i gotta get a job i cannot i can't it's boring i don't want to watch stories i don't want to have to find things to do to make my mind no i would rather just work or volunteer or whatever the case may be because she didn't say volunteer in any of that yes the idea of staying home taking care of the children um it still to me rings a lot of early victorian um that kind of mindset that it's a societal thing too is that the only thing a woman can accomplish or what she's good for is staying at home uh intending the children it's kind of a modern thing to want to actually go out and work my mom has that issue all like she wants to be a stay-at-home mom like that's what she that's her she got to do that when we were growing up a good deal of the time she did work when we got a little bit older but now that she's taking care of the other two um her niece or no nephews she has custody of them She was working and all she ever wanted to do was uh, find any excuse so when COVID happened she was so happy yeah i don't have to go work i'm I'm quitting my job i'm staying at home she wants to do that she wants to sit there and you know what she does all day get high and watch tv (laughs) that's all and that makes her happy and she's content there and i don't I i never i don't understand it i'm thinking like how how I'm with my daughter all the time during the day and I'm just like we I need a separation moment and I, I, I got to do something else to get away from you like I'm about to literally start going outside and walking <laughs> just to, <laughs> just to do a little bit more with my life because it, it's not something preferable to me so maybe that's just a millennial uh possible gen z type of thing we need to be active our minds need to be engaged uh working is just not a job it is uh it's a career it's something to to have purpose in your life other than sitting on your ass and doing the basics just to be the home caretaker i don't want to wash dishes all day Uh, no no and then you were asking because i put in my notes all i put was was he shady i don't know what that meant oh the Gary dude I th- probably probably and I think that may be something about Wendy like what is she what what attracted her to Gary it could not have been his facade because he was not cute at all uh but it would could be about who he was what he could do 
his like it seems as if like i said uh, marty is a bit of a square despite what he does for money uh everything else about him is rather placid <laughs> and maybe that's what she gets off on or, or found a little titillation in whatever the case may be she was ready to annex herself from that marriage and he now knows that in its rawest form so where do you go from there i don't think you can go very much further uh you probably are going to have a moment of clearly they're gonna stay together for the children and that's what a lot of people do they stay together for them kids and then they make themselves miserable but i don't know i think that she might be now that all the cards are on the table she might she might decide she likes what's going on with dell or whatever the case may be she i don't know about her but we shall see so that's it on the feedback if you want to send for the next episode blackoutcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social medias will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time my loves peace hair grease black girl magic